Welcome to a very special Thanksgiving episode of Broadway Radio. My name is Matt Tamanini. I am joined by the one and only Grace Aki, who I am always thankful for. Happy Thanksgiving, Grace. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) We are here to just do a real short little episode to talk about the theatrical things that we are most thankful for. Um, just in general or from this past year, no real parameters set on it uh, other than things we're thankful for. So uh, just going to do a couple of them here and there. So Grace, what is something that you are thankful for in the theatrical space? This is going to sound kind of dumb, but I'm actually really excited and thankful that theaters like the Connolly on East 4th Street have now become another new breeding ground for solo shows. Um, Like on a personal level, like getting to see Kate's show there, uh, Kate Berlant, directed by Bo Burnham, um, seeing uh, Gabe Malika's show uh, solo there. People are starting to be able to utilize that, and it can't just be the same two downtown theaters that everyone hopes to get, like Soho Playhouse and all that stuff, like, great for them. But, you know, more theaters opening versus closing, I want to highlight thanks for, because I think we could get really depressed really quickly. (laughs) with the theaters that have closed but i want to highlight and shout out the ones that are um opening and thriving and um that one of those is the Connolly. i like that the Connolly is getting to do more programming people are utilizing it renting it um using it for she nyc another incredible organization that i'm always thankful and grateful for um so yeah i think that that's that's my first one i love that very cool um i am thankful for silliness on Broadway. Uh, so often we think of comedies, even on Broadway, as being these intellectual, weighty affairs where you have to know all of these references and you have to be super smart to understand these things, or what are described as Broadway comedies as just not being all that funny. Um, but I really appreciate just people being silly and goofy in a you know, in a, in a great, intelligent, you know, well done way. Um, but things like shucked, of course, with all of their pun intended corny dad jokes, even though it is now long been closed, but my beloved once upon a one more time was very silly. I've not seen spam a lot, but from, you know, just knowing what the show is, that is a different kind of silly. I've never been a huge Monty Python person, but for some people that type of silly really works. So I appreciate the fact that when so much of the world grace is not silly and not fun and not joyful, that there are shows that are giving us opportunities to just laugh in a way that is not I don't, it's not weighty. We don't have to have anything else going on. We can just sit back, relax, and and enjoy humor. So I really appreciate shows like that. And I'm going to go see Shucked again before it closes. Uh, when I'm back in December, I've already got a ticket. So front row, actually, uh, Grace, uh, inspired by you and, and Kara with the front row, front row foxes. But um, I just love silliness. I love silliness. I love silliness on Broadway. So very, very excited uh, that those shows are happening and hope we see more. All right. What else you got for me, Grace? Oh, this is tough. I am thankful for the fact that while it is horrifying and exhausting and tough, that there are 15 new Broadway shows for this season. Like, 
If you think about that, that is a lot of jobs. Now, I don't know how long those jobs will last. I don't. I guarantee you not all of them going to be around for two, three years. But I am excited that we are in a place as a community that is investing in work, moving forward, getting those big moments, getting those big theaters, and making these jobs happen for shows that have arguably been worked on for years or decades. Like, look at Harmony. 20 years that that show has been worked on to finally bring it to the Broadway stage. Like, I thought it was lovely downtown, but they obviously had plans and and desires to bring it up. But I think that, like, there's just something needs to be said for that. Like, we are still recovering from 2020. We didn't have, but, like, a couple of shows that first year. Then we got a little bit more robust, but it still wasn't to what it is now, which is similar to 2017. That's exciting. That means people are investing in modern theater. Now, I hope that that means people are investing in seeing it, but I I, I just want to say like that makes me hopeful for people that work in this community, whether those are dressers or wig stylists or, you know, set designers, like those are more jobs. More, more jobs is better. That's just, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's exciting yeah. to, to see that people are getting to work on projects they have been with decades. And maybe they're working on projects that they learned about three months ago, um, which is also 90 you know, percent of what happens. Um, but yeah, I, I, I want to say I'm thankful for that because creatively I've been excited to work on all of these different upcoming projects because it's forced me to be more creative. Not everything is the same at all. No two shows are even remotely alike this year. Like arguably some of them are based on books from a different time, but none of those books are the same, you know? So uh, yeah, it's all really different. And I think that that challenge is exciting. So I'm thankful for that. Very good. That is a good one. I have something similar, which I'll talk about here in a second. But the one I'm going to mention now is I am very grateful that we are living in the era of Kara Young. She has been on Broadway three times in the past two years. She began performances in Clyde's in November of 2021. She was Tony nominated for Clyde's. She was Tony nominated for Cost of Living. And I will be utterly gobsmacked if she is not Tony nominated for Pearly Victorious, a non-Confederate romp through the Cotton Patch. I don't know how old she is, but her recent like kind of like explosion onto the theater scene, and obviously she had done off-Broadway stuff before this, but like she has quickly become one of the great working actors of the New York stage. And I am just absolutely thrilled anytime she is cast in something, anytime I get to see her in something. I'm a little worried, Grace, because oftentimes when these things happen, that means like TV and movie gigs are in the cards for performers like this. And then we end up losing them from the New York stage for long stretches of time. I would love it if Kara Young just continued to go from play to play to play to play to play to play to play for her entire career like she has for these two years because she is one of the best. She is absolutely tremendous, and I hope that we see much more from her for many, many years to come, and I would not be surprised. And again, this is I have not looked at who else she might be up against um, in, in the Tony competition, but like three Tony nominations – in two seasons uh, or whatever, uh, or three seasons, uh, it would be three nominations in three seasons. 
it feels like this might just be the time for like the voters to be like, yep, she deserves it. And it very well could be a Tony win for her this season. Well, I was going to talk about Kara Young, too. Oh, <laughs> so I guess we're both really thankful for Kara Young. Um, yeah. Arguably, hopefully, Tony winner for Pearly Victorious. Um, and also, by the way, right now, if you are in the area and you are celebrating thanks in the New York DMA, uh, I guess you can hit up uh, Harlem's uh, Su- Sugar Hill Creamery because we've created a very much obliged ice cream with sweet potatoes in it. It's very oh, good. Nice. Um, and you can you can pick that up at all of their locations in Harlem. <laughs> very nice. Just That's a collaboration you know. with Pearly Victorious. Yes, you can see giant Leslie Houghton Jr.'s face in the windows of all of the Sugar Hill Creameries. It looks great. Very good. Uh, do you have any other things since I stole one of yours? No. Um, we, you know what? <laughs> yeah, oh, actually, yes. Um, between like Amy Herzog's adaptation of Enemy of the People, uh, mm-hmm. Uncle Vanya being adapted by Heidi Schreck, there, we're having kind of a big moment with women's adaptations of things. And I think it's exciting. I'm thankful for it. Acknowledging that, like, is it primarily a specific demographic of women, white women? Yes, um, for right now. But um, I am excited about the influx of, and, and I honestly believe this is a trickle. I really, really do. Between Taylor Swift and Beyonce being arguably the the global leaders of the music industry right now. There is a trickle into the theater industry that we've not yet tapped for directors. Um, I think the percentage is quite low for non-binary and gender non-conforming and women uh, directors in in the professional theater spaces. Uh, But I am noticing a lot of blanks adaptation of. I think it's exciting for for non-men, but I'm, I'm thankful for the fact that we are getting a movement of, okay, if we're going to do shows that people know, let's try to do them in a different way. That seems to be a trend that I am interested in and feels like it has moved the needle somewhat. It's not perfect. And it's not like the best thing in the world. Like I'm not out here being like, we solved everything. Um, You know, like the gender gap is gone, but I think that it is a step and it's an exciting step that I want to applaud and not just poo poo and say like, it's not good enough. You know, it's, it's good and it's exciting. So um, I'm excited for the fact that we are getting so much of an influx of interest in women telling traditionally male led stories. Yeah. Very good. All right. My last one is similar to yours about all of the new shows, but I was going to take it in kind of a different direction, more from my spreadsheet perspective that, I am grateful that my spreadsheet is pretty much full for this season. We still do not know what is going to happen in the Schubert following Some Like It Hot's closing. We do not know what is going to happen at the Broadway theater following Here Lies Love's closing. But I'm just glad to see that after what we've been through with the pandemic and a year and a half shutdown and all of the financial uncertainties going on around the world with inflation um, and and everything like that, that there are still shows coming to Broadway. And like you said, I I don't know how long some of these shows will last. I'm very worried about just the sheer number of them drowning each other out. But these are opportunities, not only for the performers and the artists and the crew members and all of the front of house and everybody tangential to the theater community uh, to have additional work and opportunities. But from a theater fan's perspective, 
it gives us so many chances to find and discover new things that we are going to love. I look at this slate of shows, Grace, everything from How to Dance in Ohio to The Outsiders to The Notebook to Water for Elephants for Limpica to Heart of Rock and Roll, all of these new musicals that are coming in, Suffs, um, and then obviously the revivals and, and Days of Wine and Roses too, like all of these things are opportunities for somebody else to find a new show that is going to be their all-time favorite. So I, I'm excited about that opportunity. I am gratified but there, that there are so many people that are doing work to bring shows like this to Broadway. Uh, obviously, there is always the eventual downside of this because no show runs forever. But I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative and thankful for the opportunities to see and discover new shows, new works, new artists, new creatives, and new actors that we will certainly get between now and late April. All right. Any parting thankful thoughts from you, Grace? And just everyone be nice. Everyone be kind, please. That would be good. <laughs> so, that would be good. Yeah. I just need everyone to be nice to each other. Yeah. And Grace, of course, I'm always thankful for you not only to do this show, but to uh, to have as a friend and to get to go see shows with and uh, and everything. So I've enjoyed seeing a couple things with you these past this past week, and look forward to seeing. We got, I think we have two for next month, right? Yeah, um, quite a few. But also, like, thank you all for listening to Broadway Radio all the time because yes. it's literally how we have this gig. Like, we love getting to talk to everyone all day. We love uh, getting to like exclusively drop tea and patron. Like, it's just we we really do love this, and we love that there has been such a community. The fact that I've gotten to know so many of you, like it, it's been really lovely to interact via social. Sometimes, like at shows, like the record, like it's so nice. Like I'm, I'm very grateful and excited. And thank you, James Marino, for for all of this. All right, everybody, have a wonderful rest of your Thanksgiving. Or if you're hearing this afterwards, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And uh, we'll be back to talk to you in some form tomorrow. 